For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Coach of the Montana State Bobcats out there in Bozeman, Montana. There's a flight from Atlanta to Bozeman. I know I checked it myself. It's my man, Danny Sprinkle. What's up, Sprinkle? How you doing, man? Good, man. How you doing? Always great to be on this show, man. I couldn't be more excited. We had a little off day today and got the text from you and had to had to get you in the schedule. <laughs> I appreciate it, brother. Hey, man, I'm doing good, man. Back on the road, Hawks basketball is back in full flight, man. I'm excited, brother. So you were cutting out, you were cutting out just a little bit. You said Hawks yeah. basketball is back in, in full flight, brother. It's back in full flight, my God. We flying high, man. We are the Hawks. We are going high, brother. I'll tell you what, everybody's excited about the Hawks after the late the last push in the playoffs last year. And and those guys playing so well, they were uh they, they were fun to watch. It's gonna be interesting to see how they now they got a little bit of a target on their back this year. Hey, I'm going to be honest with you, man. It's going to be a tough year for us, man. Hey, you got Boston back at full strength. Yep. You got Philadelphia still good, even without Ben Simmons. If they're not that good. Brooklyn without Kyrie still good. The Knicks yep. should be better. Um, Indiana should be better. Miami was hurt. Exactly. So we got we got a tough sledding, man. We have to defend like crazy. Hey, it's, it's never easy, man, in the league. Yeah, so, yeah. hey, I told the fans in Atlanta, look here, we might not go far as we went last year, but we'll be better. But we might not go far as we went last year because of the matchups and how good yeah. our conference is. I mean, Milwaukee's good. So, that's eight teams before you talk about Atlanta Hawks that are good. No, no question. The East has gotten East has gotten a lot better than it was, you know, five, six years ago. No doubt, brother. Man, for you, my bro, can I believe it's your third year, man, already at Montana State? I mean, we still, this is this, this 19, man. Like, is it, this fuck has been that long for you already, Spring? Three years? It, no, man, it's flown by. It seems like I was having my first call with you two years ago when, you know, when you were kind of interviewing every first-year head coach. And, uh, you know, it's gone by fast, but then it's gone by slow. Because when COVID hit, it was just, it's so crazy. It's you know, it feels like that was like four seasons, you know, all the emotions and just everything that everybody had to go through during that 365 days last year, you know, kind of made that that season a little bit longer. You know, it felt like a couple seasons, but it's been a blast. You know, it's uh, it's fun. we got a great group of guys, you know, they're fun to work with my staff and then the players. You know, I mean, it's 
it's not a job. You know, I haven't even been working. And so, you know, very fortunate for that. Man, you got 13 wins in a COVID year, man. I mean, come on. Winning record in a COVID year in a big, the Big Sky Conference, not a, a conference is very tough, man. So I know it wasn't the result you wanted, but you have to feel good that you, you guys got 13 wins in a, one of the hardest years you're ever going to probably encounter as a head coach probably. Yeah, no, no question. And we, and we played a really good schedule. You know, it wasn't like we were playing, you know, like something. We were playing five, six, non-Division one teams. You know, I mean, we played, you know, at UNLV, you know, at Portland, at Pacific, you know, at Washington State. That was the non-conference. And then even in our conference, you know, we played, I believe, three or four more away games than we did home games. And so the games that we actually had canceled because of COVID reasons, you know, I think four, four of the six were home games. And so, you know, we were kind of the road warriors last year, which was good. You know, I mean, it was actually nice to get out and get into a hotel and you could kind of be with your guys, you know, because you never knew when you were going to get shut down last year. So, you know, it, it was like you said, it was great to get that many wins during that year. But, you know, now it's a new season, man. You got to take another step. Now, how hard was we getting games this year, Spring? Because I know get, having a winning, a winning record, guys don't really want to play you. Because your teams play hard and defend like crazy. So how hard was it getting games this year, knowing that you all had a winning record in the COVID year, and guys really don't, might not want to play you guys unless you had a contract already with them already? Yeah, it, it was a lot harder than when I first got the job. I know that. Uh, everybody wanted to play us that year. Uh, but, I mean, it, it, it was hard. You know, it was hard. Um, you know, and it's hard because, you know, a lot of schools aren't paying the money they used to guarantee-wise with COVID money and all that. And so – uh, I mean, it, it was it was tougher for everybody, you know, but I think having, you know, some veteran guys back three or four guys, it, it did make scheduling a lot more challenging. But, you know, that's kind of the life of a mid-major, too. You know, there's teams that are in our league, you know, the Weber States and like people don't want to play them every year either. And so, you know, you got to find a way and you got to play somebody at the end of the day. You get out there, right, man? Yeah, man. I see, you know, I see them, some contracts. I'll be seeing them. I saw them say, man, this, this is bad money. They trying to pay y'all. You know, yeah. I'm like, like, like I've said in some offices <laughs> yeah. on some high budget coaches. I'm like, man, y'all, I was saying to y'all, see what y'all doing. These, these, y'all know how they make their money. Well, we can't pay them. Exactly. Some of these teams are going to the uh, Elite Eight, Final, you know, Sweet 16, Final Four. And it's like, I, I know you have money because the NCAA pays you guys for going so far. But, you know, <laughs> hey, they're being greedy. They need to help us out. They need to help us out a little bit. You got there right, brother. So tell me this, man. How was having your guys there for a true summer school this year? Where you can actually bond and build that camaraderie? Because I know when I played ball spring, for me, been around my guys yeah. inspired me. When I was in Atlanta working out on my own, I wasn't as inspired. I wasn't as competitive. But when I'm around my guys, I want to beat you on a set. I want to beat you on a route. I don't want you to beat me in nothing. So how was having your guys look better compete this summer and be around each other up there and focus on a basketball game and be around their guys? It, it was great because not only are they getting acclimated to Bozeman, you know, and being here on campus and in the facility, you know, we, we try to take advantage of the weight room mostly in the summer. Uh, we try to get their bodies right, you know, get them stronger, you know, especially with eight new guys. You know, we have, you know, a couple new transfers in and then we have, you know, five freshmen, you know, that came in. And so, you know, we got, you know, we had to develop their bodies and then also show them how hard they needed to practice. And so, you know, but it's, it's great because they cultivate great relationships in the summer. And, you know, we're really the only people in town other than the football team. And so, you know, there's nothing to do but hang out and get closer. And so it was great. And, uh, you know, I, I think we got some pretty good work done. And I think the young guys figured out, you know, everybody wants to play at the Division One level. But then they figure out what goes into that. And then they're like, oh, 
I didn't know it was this tough. And uh, but they'll they'll be better for it. What's good about your roster, Spring? This brother, you got balance. You got veteran guys and five guys in that pipeline that gives you to learn from your veterans, so they can next year they can step in there and play the play the right way. Because I feel like if you, being old is great, but I also have some guys in the pipeline where they got to learn from the older guys when it's their turn to play. Yeah, no, and 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 it's hard with the transfer portal nowadays, you know, because everybody wants to kind of get old and stay old. Uh, but I, I really think a school like this where once we get them on campus, they love it, you know, and they know they're getting a great degree. You know, the culture is good here. So they, they want to stay, you know, we're hoping. And uh, but I really think that's how you develop a program, you know, where you can be good every year. And that's what we're striving to do. You know, it's very hard to do. But, you know, I don't want to be one of those teams that's just good once every four years. Um, and so, you know, we try to develop guys, you know, in their sophomore, freshman, sophomore, junior year to to where when somebody leaves there's not much drop off and hopefully when you know our seniors this year you know Xavier Bishop Ahmed Adamu and Abdul Mohammed graduate we have those young guys like you mentioned in the pipeline that are just ready to step in and then we can bring in other young guys and you know once you have guys for three or four years you have a different type of development I believe most definitely because I feel like you know for me I remember when I played Frank for me that for first year I was just like I'm good man but yeah. I look at my, I, I got to talk lesson real fast. Nah, you ain't you ain't at <laughs> Mays High School no more, bro. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I tell guys my story because I, I was that big headed eighteen year old too at one time. Yep. <laughs> they like, all are. Everybody was there, but everybody was the best player on their team. And it's like now there's fifteen of you, so I can't have fifteen best players. Yeah, everybody can get running routes and catch balls the same way too. Be on the defense. Can you read a defense, bro? Can, can you can you block no somebody to run game? So yeah, so like I had to learn real fast, eighteen year old kid, man. So I tell guys when I talk to these young men, when I talk to their teams, like, look, look, give a little. You gotta come in and really like get your body, you know, your, your nutrition, yeah. your sleep, because you know. You can't be a Burger King and McDonald's champion and be good on the court or the field every Saturday. No question. No question. And that, that's the hardest thing for a lot of those, like you said, the young kids, a lot of them, they're not used to even eating breakfast. They just wake up, go to school, they just lift, and they, they don't even have to stretch after a workout, you know, but then all that changes when you're playing against a kid that's been in the program for four years and they're kicking your butt every day. You got to do everything you can nutritionally, sleep-wise, getting treatment, prehab, rehab, all that. And so, you know, it's good, but it, you know, a lot, every freshman, you know, they have to go through it. You know, a lot of times you can't, you can't get over that hump until you get smacked in the face. And then you're like, okay, now I realize what everybody's been telling me. Yeah. Cause everybody plays hard at this level. Yeah. You can't just go out and, and half do it. You know, I know it will see some games. I know when I play, bro, I could just, you know, show up with my talent. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah. catch balls. It's going to go to a touchdown, but nah, exactly. discipline in me. Every play have to really be out there. So I, I, I'm glad that you have a lot of them young guys can see your veterans. Because when I was in school, my vets were kind of like, y'all trying to take our jobs. So they yeah. were trying to help us. But see, they got to get vets that are secure their position. They can help the young guys and help them grow. They all become one. Because I know how I was. It wasn't the same. It was kind of like us against the older guys. No, no question. No question. And it's like that some days. And sometimes I'll do that on purpose. Put the practice plan together where – Hey, it's young guys against veteran guys, you know, and kind of see how they see how they compete. No doubt, man. Competing is the best part.
part about it, brother. So tell me about how, how practice has been going so far for you guys, man. How competitive has it been as you get ready for November the 5th coming up here really soon, man? That date's coming yeah. the 9th, 9th. All them dates coming so fast, bro. So how's it been for getting out there, competing every day with your guys, man? Yeah, it, it's been it's been great, you know, and it's, you know, everybody used to get excited for the first day of practice, you know, when it used to be October 15th, way back, I guess, when we played. But it's now, you know, when you're working out all summer and you're kind of going in September, you know, that first day of practice is basically just another day of practice. And uh, so you have to be really careful not overdoing it, you know, and kind of wearing the guys out, you know, trying to do different things to keep it fresh. Uh, but the main thing, like you just mentioned, you know, you have to compete every day. You know, I don't care what kind of practice we're doing, whether it's a half hour or three hours, you know, you're going to play hard. And if you don't, you're not going to be there very long because you're going to get thrown out. Uh, but, you know, the practices, they've been going good. We've been a little banged up, you know, here and there. A lot of our older guys, uh, you know, kind of the veterans, they've been kind of dinged up and missed, you know, one or two days here and there. Uh, but that's kind of everybody this time of year. It's that grind, that training camp mentality right now up until November. No doubt, man. God, I know, like, you know, you know how it is, man. You get tasked and you're seeing the same guys every day, man. You want to see a different jersey at one point, man. So I know they look for them, those scrimmages you're all going to have, but you're going to have coming up real soon scrimmages, man. I know that guys look forward to that because I know how it is, man. The same guys every day gets born out there. Wow, I got to see somebody else. I want to kill somebody else today. <laughs> you know, and a couple of my seniors, you know, they're in their sixth year of college and another one's in his fifth year. And so they, they've been through this time of year a lot. And so they're just, you know, they're kind of buying their time right now until November. No doubt, man. Let me ask you this, brother. Now, for you guys in Montana State, that portal can be good for you, man. I think it can be good for you because, you know, you're a fun guy to play for. You have a good personality. Guys want to play for you. So this the upcoming years, as your seniors go away and graduate, y'all use, use, use a little bit more this next year to kind of get guys filling, filling the gap between here and there. I kind of still do what you want to do with kind of get the young guys in a little, replace those guys. How you use that portal for your guys in Montana State, brother? Yeah, I mean, you definitely have to use it, uh, you know, because there are some obviously some really talented teams in our league. And then there's some teams that they strictly go by the portal every year. So they're going to be old every year and they're getting some really good players. And so, you know, you got to keep up, you know, you got to keep up. And, and a lot of it, you know, you play through the year and you kind of see, you know, what some guys may have and what they don't have. And, you know, you got to adjust, you know, with your recruiting. And so we'll definitely, you know, we'll attack the portal every year you know, and try to get one or two guys. You know, we only got one last year. Uh, we got a kid, Raekwon Battle, a transfer from the University of Washington, um, who's a, a super talented player. And so, you know, there, there's some good and some bad with the portal, uh, you know, but you got to make sure you're doing your due diligence on, you know, the, the background of the kid and, and making sure they're a fit for your program. Now, how was your because summer? That, because every kid that goes in the program, every kid that goes in the portal, they're trying to be the guy at the next spot they go to. You get they're not transferring. Right go be a role player. And so, you know, you have to be very truthful and upfront, which I think we are with all of our recruits. And we may even lose some recruits because I'll, I don't care. I'll tell them the truth, how I see them fitting in with us. And so. No doubt. And then in spring for me, man, I think, I think this deal is this thought to myself, bro. If I had the portal when I played ball, when I'd be a Tennessee state <laughs> still, yeah. I have no idea. Besides it's been close yeah. to, a, close to Atlanta. I don't know if I would have yep. stayed there. You know, had I had the portal back in 05, 6, 7, 8, you know. <laughs> well, it's dangerous because if you have a good freshman or sophomore year, you know, I mean, you're going to get hit up by a lot of schools, not even tampering wise, but, you know, your AAU coach or your high school coach, like they're going to call those guys and be able to get in through the back roads. And so, you know, and every 18, 19 year old kid, they're enticed with playing at the highest level. And so, 
you know, it's one of those you just – you're going to get some good players and you're going to lose some good players too. I'm thinking if Georgia State had football, because they had, they had football at the right level, I could have yeah. done it at Georgia State in my hometown. Because yep. I, I, I can't I, – even though with the scholarship, I can't afford Clark, Atlanta, and Morehouse prices. <laughs> exactly. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> you know? I couldn't afford it. Even if I was still be in some debt, you know. So I'm like, nah, I'm good on that. Hey, but you, you were you were hanging out at those schools in the summer, though. I know that. One hundred percent. Hey, can't I grew up two miles from those schools. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah, man. So yeah. So so have to miss, man. How was your summer, man? Did you enjoy yourself with some downtime, taking your trips this summer? How was it for you, brother? Not really. I went to I went to L.A. in August, uh, you know, for a couple of days and, and uh, you know, had a great time. Actually, I don't know if you know David and Dana Pump. Uh, they're pretty big in the basketball, college basketball world. And so I went down and they have a you know, they have a celebrity fundraising dinner for cancer. And so I went down for that and, and hung out with those guys for a couple of days and golfed. And, you know, saw a lot of a lot of my friends, you know, Deidre Taylor, Cal State Fullerton uh, and some and his assistant, Anthony Santos. So I went and hung out with those guys and and kind of got my L.A. fix for a couple for about a week and then got back. Well, I saw you had John up there with you on Facebook. I had John up there with you. Yeah, Coach Smith came up. How are you going to see John up there with you, man? Man, it was awesome. Him and his wife came up and uh, they came up on the football charter with Cal Poly. And uh, but, you know, they were only here for about 26 hours, but they came to, you know, they saw one of our workouts and it was good. We went and grabbed something to eat after and then we hung out at the football game and him being a Southern California native, of course, he didn't have a coat. <laughs> so, and it got a little, it got a little chilly on that Saturday. So he was all bundled up with a beanie and his hoodie on and everything. So we had to get him up in the press box and take care of him. Hey, Spring. Hey, I'm my Johnny, man. I don't have a coat either, brother. I have, I don't have his hoodies, Atlanta Hawks hoodies. Hey. I, and I load up and kind of do it down. I have hoodies on underneath all my clothes, man. I hey, I got you covered too. when you come up. When you come up, I, I got a nice blue Montana State one for you. I will wear it proudly, brother. I will wear that proudly. I'll represent the Bobcats for sure, man. I got you, brother. <laughs> you got it. Man, Spring, it's fun to catch up with you, brother. I, I know we do this every year, man. I'm be looking out for you. You know you're my yeah. guy, man. I'm going to be cheering for you as always, brother. So, you know, anytime I come to the show, brother, I'm here for you and you're in your program, man. You know I'm, I got you back, brother. Hey, I appreciate you, man. Anytime you need me on, you let me know. Always I, well. Thank you. I sure will, buddy. Be good, man. All right, brother. No doubt. Later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.